right, Geek Joker Podcast. Yeah, I'm Wade. We were doing a promo. Oh, shit. Hi, everybody. This is Knock. I'm Wave. Rah, rah. And listen to us on the Geek Yoga Podcast every Wednesday. Yeah. Hey, Facebook? Yes. You Facebook. can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Geek Yoga Podcast and on Twitter at Yogurt Podcast. Spaghetti! Just, just Yogurt Podcast? <laughs> yes, at okay. Yogurt Podcast. At Yogurt Podcast. Yay. I got nothing. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> I wanted to cut a damn promo. Well, fuck you then. <laughs> Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing, case file 15? 16. 16. I guess this one is, uh, we should call it on making a case for Flat Earth. I was gonna, uh, I yeah, think that's the a, Flat Earth, making a case I think for Flat making Earth. a case. So uh, first off, let's get in uh, right into some space news. Oh, fuck. I fucked this up already. Guys, we can square on this. Um, I'm Braden. I'm Zell. Andrew. Okay. Uh, first off, space news. Not much for space news today. Low chance of CMEs. Um, it's been a pretty low solar season right now for seeing uh, auroras. So, uh, Zell, you had some news you want to touch on? Well, there's reports coming in that a number of amateur astronomers have spotted an asteroid or comet slamming into Jupiter. If this is the case, I think it's like one of the only few times it's happened. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You can see video footage on YouTube. Search it up. Uh, it's pretty cool to watch. Cool. Um, okay, let's get right into it. Yep. Uh, this is exciting. Our first guest, our first guest that we don't know. <laughs> so uh, perfect. Uh, today we have uh, two friends on. Uh, you want to introduce yourselves? Uh, yeah, I'm Todd. I'm one of the creators behind uh, Flat Earth Hub. And uh, who'd you bring with you here? I'm Tori. Okay. Um, oh, sorry, other, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. no worries. Uh, I'm the other uh, founder to the Flat Earth Hub. Okay, cool. So where are you guys... Tell us, tell us about yourself. How how this get started? Where is it going? Where did uh, it begin? Well, for myself, about uh, ten months ago, I saw a clip on YouTube that uh, Obama came out and talked about flat Earth society, and that kind of caught me off guard because I didn't think a president of the United States, especially we know his scripts are scripted, would come out and say something like that. So it it keeps my interest, and you always see that video on the side. You're too embarrassed to click. Yeah. Right? It says flat earth, but you're you're just not gonna click it because that's just that's way out there. But Obama actually is the one who made me click one of those videos. And after watching that video, there were some great points made. I was like, now nah, you know I can easily debunk this. So I actually took the roll on for two months because I'm actually I've I'm a matric student out of high school. I have I loved science. I still love science. Uh, followed CERN, all this stuff. But when you start to go back and actually research beyond what our teachers tell us, you start to see that actually what's being brought up has to be reviewed again. And the more that breaks apart, you start to realize that we have to actually go back and actually ask these questions for everybody's sake. Because we are basically, we're tripping around on people's theories right now. And so anyway, two months in, I finally just said, that's it. 
there's just too much evidence this way. I'm, my foundations are made of sand because basically I don't got nothing to stand on. I used to debate when I was younger. And the first thing our teacher told us to do is learn your opponent and what they want to debate. That way you can find all the holes. And I tried to do that. And there's no holes. Hmm. And the evidence actually we keep, you know, now eight months later, I've been researching 10, 16 hours a day, every day. And the evidence we're proposing and showing people right now basically points to a flat earth. So you guys have a YouTube channel where people can go and view all your videos. So where can people who are interested at this point go and view some of your videos? We had a colossal meltdown again, uh, as per usual. <laughs> you don't have to say that. <laughs> yeah, you blew it. You don't have to say that at all. You just gave it away. Well, Always. you know, I'm full disclosure here. Too we're not. We're not lying here on the podcast. Yeah, no so. conspiracies. Yeah. are bred in here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you felt, if you saw a noise cut, that's because uh, someone fucked up. Was it me? Was it Andrew? It wasn't was it me. our two guests? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Uh, okay, so where are you guys? Where can we find your YouTube channel and stuff? Uh, so yeah, again, uh, YouTube, uh, all across the board, all over uh, social media, Instagram, Pinterest, uh, Twitter. Our website and YouTube, we're all connect, uh, connected with the name Flat Earth Hub. So, yeah, you can go into pretty much any of our social media today and find us. Yeah, and I also uh, did the Google Analytic, or, or Analytics, yeah. I think it's called, because uh, I do uh, websites as a hobby. So our site's now popping up on the first page on Google if you search in the area. So Nice. nice. Sweet. And a question <clears throat> before we melt down is, uh, are you guys one of the larger uh, Flat Earth groups? Well, right now... Um, Recently, we've actually picked up a lot of steam. We've only actually had our YouTube channel up for under two months, well, just about a little two, months. two months, or maybe just a little bit over. We'll go with that. Yeah. And as of today, or this morning, last time we checked, it was 815 followers already, nice. and over wow. 38,000 views, views yeah. totaling over, I think it was 200 and some and our minutes like to, worth of watch. And our like to dislike ratio is through the roof as well. Yeah. Like we have. Likes for days compared to dislikes. So well, yeah. that's good, right? That's yeah. awesome for sure. You just yeah, no, the you definitely want that kind of is a really good response. So, are you guys in touch with other uh, members of this flat Earth community? And where oh, where are these people located? All over the world, actually. On our website, we have a spot. It's called Location, and we encourage people that want to that come out of the closet because it's like anything else. Uh, you know, you might have family members that might ridicule you, but some people, what they when they come out, they'll actually want to start to join up, which we find. And we have an area on our site that's connected with the Google Maps and that to actually for them to send information in. And we could start plotting them on there. Not to say that's the entire community because they, yeah, they're not a, all that. It's a small that, fraction. Yeah, start, it's a yeah. very, very small yeah. fraction. We just started this, you know, a couple months ago. So, um, Well, we can contest that there's a there's a large group of people who love conspiracies be a lot larger, and, yeah, and this kind absolutely. of stuff. Um, so let's get right into the thick of it. Um, what are some facts? What are some facts that you guys feel that we've been lied to? Or what are some, what are some things that you guys feel prove uh, flat earth theory? Well, one of the ones that we just released a video with last night is the curvature. And the curvature has been um, talked about and disputed. And one of the biggest been, debates. Yeah, biggest debates. And people are knocking each other about the measurement isn't done this way, it's done this way. And yet you can't find, and this is the funny thing, go and try to find the actual answer from say the government or a university it's not there you're actually going to find that everybody's talking from a forum or talking from their own site so they can't get the credibility that we would want from saying say a scientist saying nope this is the calculation this is how you work curvature of the earth but you can actually take you know the radius of the earth and figure it out yourself so the radius is over six thousand kilometers from the center out if you're standing at the pole 
went 6,000 kilometers out, that would be the equivalent down because we just draw a box. Yeah. So we can figure this out. I'm going to post a video later on this because there's it's rising again because there's they're trying to talk about this um, um, uh, sun arc or whatever on their measurement. So they're really trying to confuse the whole subject. But where the curvature, like last night we posted a video where we found footage from High Shot. It's a joint program with Australia back in the 60s where they shot up a rocket with a plane in the nose. And it went up to uh, 300 kilometers high. And then they actually had a camera in that nose. So when the plane took off, they're filming it leaving the rocket. And you could clearly see the straight horizon of the Earth. You could see the sun's a lot closer than I what think they our, say. I think our biggest argument um, right now is NASA. People are catching on that NASA is definitely lying to us because... Well, it's never a straight answer. Mm. Yeah, it's never a straight answer. Um, yeah, they they keep changing their stuff. They all, most of them look like actors. Um, I I actually did a video on Scott Kelly, and and you listen to this guy talk. He does not sound like an astronaut at all. Um, astronaut, maybe, but uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, nice. we you look at Scott Kelly and the way he speaks. He doesn't sound like someone who knows his shit, or you know, who's been to space. Like his year in space, he. It didn't sound like a guy. He he walked. He was walking on his own two feet. You'd think after a year in space, you'd be like a little wobbly, you know, just a little off, right? And no, nothing, nothing in this guy. His speech, his uh, his physical action, nothing suggested that he was in space for a year. Well, and, and also, well, yeah, sorry. Anyway, uh, yeah, NASA is the, I think one of our biggest proofs because like, why would they be lying? Why would they be sending us fake images of space, lying about space? If it's there, right? They can just simply. Give so us the, how the do you? We, so how would yeah. you guys explain if? It, so you're saying that images from space are doctored? Oh, they are. Yes. All, and actually, all of them? Well, yes. yeah, they they pretty much are. They are actually lying with what even their first one back in 1972, which everybody that you know what's surprising, is that picture actually was the only picture everybody saw until just recently when they actually went and produced some more images as of last year when this whole topic starts to get hot. And if you look at their new image to their old image, the continents are different sizes. So either they lied now or they're lying then. But if they're lying at all, then they're lying overall, you know, in my opinion. Plus the fact that we got footage, and I just released it, it's called NASA is Busted. We got footage of them even saying it's fake. We got them saying um, the astronauts getting rich right from their voices. In that time frame, because you got to remember, these guys back then probably weren't thinking we're going to have the technology today to review their footage. And a good way to check if these images are fake is you go or you can take this image or any space image, you put it into Photoshop, yeah. lower down your filters, and if yeah, you, you see should... any kind of discrepancy in it, it's, it is not a, a photo, right? So a photo would not have... I have a question here because I saw some of your videos on this, so then yeah. I started looking up. And uh, recently, that's um, been gaining popularities with a lot of elementary schools and stuff for science yeah. projects. Is they send weather balloons up with GoPros and attached cameras. Right. Recently, there was one with a grade five class that had the picture of the grade five class showed their picture of Earth. Now it's obviously not in a total picture, but in the corner, I would say, like with my two eyes, I can see a curvature. Uh-huh. Now, would you say that that's, that's a hoax? Yeah. And how far does that go? Todd can answer this one. Uh, yeah. So with GoPro cameras, it's really hard to tell or really hard to get an accurate picture of a horizon because they have the fisheye lens, right? Yeah. So 
there are different lenses you can get for the GoPro camera, but the most popular ones are have curves on them. And if you notice video footage <clears throat> in the curve, it not only curves the photo when, uh, the, or when the camera is moving up and down, it concaves the image as well. So when we see the GoPro looking down at the horizon, it concaves. The image starts to concave. And when uh, the GoPro rises, the image starts to curve. So right there, that's already screwing with, with your eyes and with the actual validity or validity. We, validity we know what of, you're talking yeah, about here, right? Validity yeah, yeah. of the of the image, right? Because it's being doctored by the lens. Yeah. So well, and we just got some uh, footage. It's all live uh, from the Canadian uh, French uh, joint effort. CSA there, right? and yeah. French Space Agency. So they sent it up uh, 140,000 feet and 43 uh, kilometers or 43. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Todd knows more. He did yeah, the video on it. Yeah, no, I did the video, yeah. but... Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and you look at that, and they put a 360 camera on they it. They made a three, 360 uh, degree go, camera I mean, if you look at GoPros, that. actually. They, they used GoPros for it, but they did it in the correct way. They're using the center of the image, and they balanced out the structure that was floating up on the balloon so that it wouldn't move, and everything was tested so that it was, like, really perfect view of our the the video that they called it is called the edge of space and uh you know what's funny is after i downloaded that video i found this footage i was like holy shit this is golden footage after i'd found it within an hour i went to go find the original link so i can post it to my description or in my description for my youtube video the video was gone it was disappeared they took it off of their website Hmm. so it's almost like they tracked my ip noticed i made the video on it or something and once I had posted my video on uh, YouTube, I looked back on the website. They added curve to the to yeah. their original video. Yeah, they added curve. yeah there's actually yeah. that's <laughs> fucking nuts. Yeah. yeah, there is. You can see our video is the original. Now the and only you can see the curve is added. The only thing I would back. say that I don't like about that is the same reason you guys say that the other pictures with a GoPro. At that point. Anything footage with a GoPro, I would say you have to call it admissible. If you're right, going to call right. it one way, you got to call it the other way. That's where you can't, I go it back can't be to, proof for you. It can't be proof against you. That's right? where that's where I think the argument has to sit at. What picture do we have at the highest off the earth? Right. So right now it stands at the new footage we just brought out, which is from 300 kilometers up, and it's still flat. How much higher do we have to go to prove? And plus the fact that the horizon in that footage is at your eye level. It shouldn't be. Three, on you a said three hundred kilometers. I thought you said forty-two or something. No, yeah, three, no forty-three. Yeah. Forty-three yeah. for the balloon, but it's forty-three is still stratosphere. Three hundred is like that's it's, you're in space, pretty much. Well, yeah, the exosphere goes right out to ten thousand um, kilometers up outside. Actually, if you look exosphere, at it all, yeah. yeah, the exosphere is the furthest. Yeah, five hundred plus is exosphere. Yeah, five hundred to ten thousand. If you actually look at it, so all the way out to ten thousand, you're going to find molecules up in the air. I've, I do a lot of research on this, so we have to. They we actually have to just found organisms on the International Space Station. Well, that, that? That the, the problem with that then is if you look at the X-15 that made Mach 10. Now, at Mach 10, they have to be dropping at 1,100 feet per minute. Per minute. That plane so has to fly straight or it would have burnt up because it already, when it came down, was smoldering hot and half the things that were sticking off of it were melted. So when the ISS is going Mach 14 in comparison, so if it's going through the exosphere which it only travels between about 406 and 416 kilometers high. So it puts it right at that edge between the shift. Because they say, and they balance, they say it's 250 to 500 be- before the exosphere starts. So they really gave themselves grace. But So hold on, just real quick. Let's clarify this right now. Do you guys think the ISS is up there or is it not No, up it's there? definitely not no. up there. Okay, so 
here's here's something I've always been interested in doing. If you get a ham radio, while well, the ISS is in your night sky, you, you can talk to the ISS. Just well, now, just it. Do they yeah. are they saying that? Is it is it that deliberate that they're tracking and someone is monitoring that kind of stuff? Where you they this so it's not in the sky. But as it's coming over your sky, someone's like, okay, yeah, cue ham radio signals. Well, the thing is, is they can do that because everything is done off of radio waves. And if you look, there is actually the United States put up a tower in 1953, tallest radio tower in the world at the time. And they announced that day, they have a, a, we have, I posted it on one of our videos, the clip of it. They come out and say that they can now send a radio signal around the world in one-tenth of a second from that one radio tower. And that one radio tower also talked to submarines all over the world. That is impossible on a globe if you go look at radio waves and how they travel. So to the question he was... And but where it comes down to your question with the ISS, we do have, and you can look at when they first started even laying the cables underneath the oceans back in the 1800s. They've been building since the late 1800s a radio network on this world. And that radio network is actually what... They can totally fake a signal coming through that. We got When you're driving with your radio station you get only so far before it disappears. They can reverse that same kind of feeling to you by pumping in the signal and having it move across their towers across the earth. It would be no difference than, you know, triangulating where you are. They can actually just send out a signal within a triangulation. So you're saying that, there, that there's somebody that is constantly mon- monitoring there's- the kilometers per second of how that signal would travel, yeah. and they'd only let it come through at that right. time. Okay, exactly. so then in that case, what... This has kind of got off flat Earth a little bit, but no. this is no, it's super all about intriguing. Flat Earth, yeah, actually. So, the ISS goes over sky. You could there's apps to track it, and right. you can watch it I go in the night in the night sky. You can track you can track it. That doesn't work anymore, Todd. Actually, they fixed oh, it. Oh, doesn't they did fix it? So as you as you go in the night sky, you can watch it, and you can physically watch what they say yeah. is the air quotations going across the night sky. And for that Mac, they can track satellites now. Are there satellites in the? Does it? Is it just not the manned spacecraft? Or are you guys saying all? Well, satellites there's there's entirely? actually uh, there's photographs coming out, and there's some good theories around what we're actually seeing, and could be a mock-up U two spy plane because those things were sent up quite high. All of our aerial shots are probably done from high altitude uh, drone Drones. planes. That because if you look at NASA's budget, they invested heavily into the U-2 project, which was actually a governmental project for the spy planes. And you follow them along, and NASA's actually been joined at the hip about the spy stuff. They bought all the surplus stuff when they got out of it, when they moved into the drones, and they're now into the drones. So they're actually, they could be having, because they talked to us about keeping uh, flights up there now for, what, months at a time with solar wings and stuff like that. What would it take to mock up a U-2 or a drone, Wait, or a drone that, that would in a certain kind of put off the image of the shape of the ISS. Someone actually overlaid the ISS over U2. Uh, it actually does fit what we roughly see for the structure. They can easily just add a couple things off of that to fake anybody down on the ground. And has anybody like took in a really high, powerful telescope to zoom in on it? No one has yet. If you actually look, a lot of the pictures we're seeing, they look almost, remember those cards that are, have holograms on them? And you like, look at them and they... Pokemon cards? Oh, yeah, fuck. well, we I don't know. Pokemon <laughs> you, Four no, no, is, that, that look, that, yeah. that colorful look. That's what we're... A lot of the images, when you're looking at them, that's what they look like. See, I, I just have a f- hard time seeing that one because with all the amount that you can track in the sky and physically watch on a clear night sky, go out, look... We see a dot. I, I go out and look all the time, too. Right? But now, are you saying that, that there's... This goes so deep that they would 
fly planes. Like they don't have satellites. Well, of course, they just have I mean, high where do you planes? think they're spending that money? They just got eighteen point five billion dollars this year for their budget. Yeah, NASA could easily spend that kind of money to keep a fake. Man, they got a they got a fake a mo- so, They got a fake a Mars landing I, this I got, year. I right? gotta yeah. ask. I gotta ask. So if you don't believe there's a space station. Or satellites, I'm guessing. Right. No, definitely not. No satellites. Well, not not, not uh, sense of satellites up where they say they are. They could yeah. be having like the, you look at Google. They have the Loon project, so they're putting up balloons right now to put through. Uh, no, our I, I was gonna ask. I'm gonna ask. Was the, so they're gonna. They're just faking all of the launches. They're, they're fake, just sending all, them all spaces. To actually, abyss. all the space agencies are faking it, and there's a lot of what, good reasons why behind this. Like. I'd like to hear some reasons. Okay, I'm sorry, well, you, you say you say like they're faking it, but that's just you well, saying they're faking it. Well, a lot of people say, right? well, no, they, they are faking it for a reason. They're using it as a front. Say, say, uh, you're, cur- the- say, say you're a mafia. You have a front business, and then you have what you're really doing, right? So NASA could be the front business, and same with any of these countries, bringing in that large amount of money. And what I think is happening is if we look back in time, we see some strange events with Disney. Disney came out as a theme park with Epcot. Do you guys know anything about Epcot? Epcot. The Tomorrowland. Yeah, Tomorrowland, yeah. All that stuff. Okay, go really research that. He actually brought in all the companies like Monsanto's built in there. All these big names got in on this. Coca-Cola, Ford Company. I put a video out. It's a three-part series on um, uh, Disney and the connection to this. And you should see the stuff they were preaching back in 1969. And it's a very eerie feeling because it doesn't feel like they're actually talking to you and I. They're talking to their investors. So, so what if they needed some money from society to build away their, these Epcot centers? And we hear these stories about bases and underground tunnels all over the place. We're hearing these weird noise stories, you know, that are up in the air, which I think are from them blowing up bombs under the ground, and that's the whistling. So or to keep it heard. short, yeah, I, I feel like yes, all space agencies are all in it together. Uh, we can ne- we, we can't really say for sure it is, but we've noticed some. We've noticed so many different like fakeries going on in different space stations that it's it's hard to think that well, they yeah. aren't all into it. You so know? countries that are potentially like at war with each other or right on the brink of war are at this together. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. It's, Absolutely. A, it's actually what, what, it's a world. What are, the other, what are these other space agencies though? Like what? Which well, the ones? Russian space the agency, ESA, all of them. And actually, if you look at ESA, the Chinese, those guys, uh, they Indian. have a lot of issues with the stuff they've actually put out. We. Uh, got some footage where it's from ESA, from the ISS, where the Earth layer disappears from the footage for a amount of time. So okay, so I just I just thought of something here. Um, so if there is no satellites, GPS was created by two guys getting lucky. No, you're wrong. The GPS was created out of the DOT. It was actually, if you look Department back, you can't go back to the original creators because DOD stops you from looking any further back. But if you look in uh, DOT. D, their budget requirements from pulling stuff from Senate and stuff like that, they actually invested a huge amount of money into the Loran system. And if you go look at the Loran system, the Loran system they, was actually the GPS of the time. Yeah. And they use triangulation out of the towers, which they're still running today. Like, it's quite funny, that tower I told you about down, you know, 1953, they just actually went in for a budget request to keep it operational to 2040. So then you're, what you're saying is GPS essentially works by not relaying the distance between you and a satellite, but your distance between cell, cell, towers. cell towers. You can actually go pull up the Time Warner um, video. They even tell you about, it's called uh, back cabling. And they actually back cable from all these uh, cell towers back to the main hubs, and everything is triangulated but, through but that. But GPS was long before uh, cell phones, right? Yeah, so, no, it was. So 
It was with the Loran system. If you go look, you got to research Loran to see the similarities of the well, two I'm systems. I can, I can, like, I, I know from work areas where I will not, there are no cell towers when I was working up rurally, right? Past Caribbean and stuff like that. We still got GPS reception, right? We'd still t- plug it in and it would still show us where to go. We had no cell reception. We were all CB. Uh, have, you, have you seen how they hide the towers, though? And actually, Time Warner but, says they so, go 500 kilometers into where there might be a small community to lay towers. But why, but, would, why wouldn't they give you cell service then, though? Like, sorry? Why wouldn't you still get cell service? Yeah, that doesn't like, make sense. Like, if it's about making money, why wouldn't you still allow people to have cell service if you can, if you can triangulate their position by these towers, by, like, these even secret t- cell towers? That's what, not, would be, what would be the point in not giving people, you know, give me my 3G, well, I want to well, check Facebook. Yeah, no, but they haven't got it everywhere. The coverage isn't all around yet. They've got planes that aren't tracked in uh, the in the southern hemisphere because it's there's no GPS. There, See, that, so. that's a hole for me because then it's like he said. If if I feel I'm like not it sure doesn't where you're going with it though to make it a hole because it for me it doesn't make sense. Where if if you can triangulate and they're saying it's through cell towers, right. and they can find your position, right. and that's how your GPS works, right? W- why isn't the why doesn't your cell phone still work then? In that like that's what I'm they not following here. I don't last. I don't understand the last part. Though. So basically, he's just he's curious as to why would they not be having cell reception in those areas when they already have these these towers, right? Well, they might not and have then, the towers in that area. But this, but you're having GPS in those GPS. areas. So whatever so they're doing, and if you got GPS you there, then you probably do have towers around you. Because okay. if you go to research, that's what we're asking. So then I think yeah. I think so the bigger he's getting to he's getting to the point. I think what I'm I'm going to answer the question if I may is I think that they're keeping this image up. The GPS is working off of satellites, but really they're working off the cell towers. So to keep that image proper is they completely block a certain device. Oh, sorry, a certain device from being accessible to to that connection, right? That cell tower connection. So if you could think of it in the way that maybe a GPS is programmed, um, to send out a, a certain signal so that once that signal is sent out that the GPS will work, but that same signal that's being sent out from a cell phone could be a different, you know what I'm getting at here? They're keeping the image up, right? They have to yeah. keep an image, okay. right? So, so it's a front. The, the proverb, proverbial they doesn't Sorry. want you to know exactly so that this, they have cell tower the servers so they tell be, you yes. that it's GPS even though they have cell service but they're saying it's GPS and right, you, you look like you're well, in here so i think we're just on the brink here for me i don't know i don't know i don't want to jump ahead of anybody here or anything like that but mm-hmm. so we have all these questions asked like so why wouldn't we have the cell reception you know where is the money coming from we got disney involved in all this i i just i want to i'm so curious as to why why? Why are these? Why are everybody going to these lengths of covering this up? Well, that's for, what I don't understand. I don't see the benefit. You know what? Let's here. let's let's build we'll to that. that let's 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 build that. We because okay. that for let's last. hit these yeah. points and then let's build to the why. Yeah. Um, I. You know what? I think a good way to do this. I think when you guys are on your trip, an experiment you should do is have a cell phone, have a GPS. That's oh, great. When that's you, great. And when you're uh, on yeah, your road actually, trip, yeah. and this is this is one we're gonna want to follow on. When you hit where you lose cell reception, check your check your GPS. And find out if it works. I'm going to be curious. I'm just curious to find out if that's going to work. So don't worry. We're going to record this. We'll write all these. Yep. We'll add you guys on Twitter. We'll make sure. Uh, we're, you know what? I'm sure some of our listeners will follow you. Perfect. We got a couple. We got a couple guys who'll probably grill you. No worries. But, uh, no worries. Um, so okay. So man, we went on a tangent there. That yeah, was a good was, one. That was, was a good awesome. one. I liked it. Um, I love it. Okay. So we got on the cell towers. Do you guys mind if we start? Do we want? Do you mind if we start asking questions? No. Let's let's do this. 
what is the flat earth then? Yeah, yeah okay. well, like, yeah. If, if the earth is not a globe and it's not continents, as we know, and I know you guys use the NATO flag. Uh, well, with the NATO flag, that was what we look out and we see that reflects most towards our uh, our present map that most people are drawn to because it makes the most sense to what we observe right now. The NATO flag, though, I wouldn't say it's 100% correct because there are people that are doing the mathematics and we are triangulating cities and it, the work is in progress. But what the model looks like right now is if you can imagine a plate, put the North Pole right at the center and then the outer rim of that plate is the South Pole all the way around. It's it's not just a point. It is our barrier, our ice wall around so it's, us. So it's not an actual pole then, per No, se. it's not a pole. Oh, I guess, you know what? The South Pole would be on the bottom side. Well, yeah. And I the guess. thing, and the yeah, thing is, is no one could ever prove the, the side, South but... Pole isn't a point for the fact that all compasses point to the North Pole. Yeah. So if you're, say, a lot of people bring up the argument, well, I've been around the world. I've, you know, there's been a lot of trips around the world. But they're not realizing that on our on the flat Earth model too. That is a acceptable knowledge because when we fly or travel, we always keeping north as our bearing. So if you're always keeping north to your left side, and you come around a globe or a flat Earth, you are going around it. So you will get the experience that you went around a globe or you went around a flat Earth or the same experience. Never has there been any documented flights around the South Pole. There's been some flights over the North Pole, and plus commercial air traffic now does use the northern area, but you don't find any over the South Pole. It's a restricted area, a restricted airspace. The only airplanes allowed to fly there, from what we can see right now, are the militaries from the, the our participating uh, countries and NASA. Now, um, as a tourist, you can go to Antarctica. I'm stealing Zelly's awesome point here, yeah. uh, making myself look better. Sorry, Zell. And, uh, <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, I'm failing. <laughs> Actually, I just had a customer to go down there because um, I do fireplaces and I was servicing his fireplace, and he just got back from a cruise to Antarctica. So there is cruises, and we found a flight that goes down there and flies over a portion of it. But in an airplane, you can't really tell how far they're taking you in or not. On that ship, too, though, what he told me was they were never allowed to make any kind of landfall. They were actually restricted to that ship 100%. They weren't allowed to even bring cigarettes or tissue papers out onto the deck while they were out on the deck below um, the 60th parallel. So there was a bit of, and they only go and travel, because if you go on Google Earth right now, a lot of people will take pictures tourists and then upload them to Google. And we see on the Earth, you can always find little pictures of where people are posting pictures of where they've been and what islands they're seeing and, you know, sharing with everybody. Well, if you look around Antarctica, you'll see where all these people are visiting. They're only visiting that tip coming down from South America, the tip that comes up from Antarctica, where basically all the bases are and the landfall is, where they say they can access Antarctica. But you don't see pictures. You'll start to see areas where there's absolutely no pictures around the continent. So why why wouldn't you be able to see this ice wall then? Like, why could, why wouldn't this be visible? Well, they, we look back at the story of Andrea Barnes. Or Barnes. Now, she had some big investors. Um, she got a, um, them to invest, actually, into a Zeppelin-style balloon to take her up from in England to prove that we lived on a, a... Well, at the time, she was trying to disprove the spinning globe. In her theory, she thought she could take the balloon straight up from London and then the Earth spin below her and then come down four hours later in New York. You know, when you calculate in the spin, that's actually theoretically should have been possible in the way she was thinking. But she, that didn't happen, obviously. And, you know, the excuse is, is that the atmosphere keeps up to the spin of the Earth. 
Uh, there's other things. We did a video on that, too, about the different speeds that we actually, because people think just that base speed from the surface of the Earth, but when you calculate that the exosphere goes right out to 10,000 kilometers out, that speed out at 10,000 kilometer mark is a lot faster to keep up to that center point on Earth. So that's a whole, you know, you would have to go into our video because I explained a little bit into detail there. But Andrea Barnes, she got investments again to actually go down. And the government led her, the British government let her go to Antarctica. But she went by herself. Uh, well, she went with a couple guys at first. And that trip, actually, they got turned away because of a big storm. But the second trip she went down, she went by herself on a snowmobile. And she went for that wall. She never was seen after that until just recently, about 10 years ago, they found her snowmobile a camera, camera case, and a note saying that um, she found the evidence. But the guy who found the camera opened up and exposed the film, and the film was ruined. And that's documented. Of course. Of yeah. course. Of always. Always. There's always, always that hanger in everything, yeah. right? Yeah. So, But that's a documented anywhere, case. And actually, Andrea Barnes, uh, you know, for this young girl to go completely against the education system of the time when it was really pushed upon you, and to fight it's for brave. her, to to prove these things and to get wealthy investors to back her on her claims. We have to actually take a look at that because that's before our paradigm shift. Because really, when you think about 1969, moon landing was where basically the world got told we were a round globe and there's our proof. And who was to dispute it after that? Right? But well, up to that point, there was arguments. We're always battling about the no, moon No, but there was yeah. up to 69. There were groups with we're, strong arguments against the globe model. But 69 snuffed them out because they got the footage Apparently. of that, you know, moon landing. Which but we know is... I still can't... I still false. can't understand why. Well, the why... why if the well, Earth is flat, I don't care. Sweet. Well, look at it this way. Look at... What, what, what's your biggest grief of the world right now? Let's ask everybody in here. What, what means the most to you? What's going wrong that you wish you could change right now? Lizard people taking over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Just did that one. Reptilians, man. Okay. All over the place. <laughs> huh? You? Yeah, I'll second that. Fucking reptilians. It's terrifying. Okay, I'm going to say um, just this divide and uh, this divide mentality that society has now is is work for yourself and, and do everything for you and not for a people as a whole, I think yeah. is my my biggest concern is that we are, we're all working greedy and against each other as opposed to working with each other and uh, for a common goal, really. Yeah, and then I want to bring up uh, just a little example and see what you guys think. Now, we all know about the red light camera, you know, if uh, that they start putting up on intersections so that people that are running the yellow, oh, yeah. they get a picture. Now. Inadmissible, they, court. they can't prove I was in the Yeah, yeah fuck that. But, but they went and put a sign up saying that this intersection has got a red light camera. So now mm-hmm. what they've noticed is that uh, a lot of people are stopping because they know they're being watched. You know, they, and the statistics show it. They completely change from people running the yellow to stopping it at that those intersections. It's, you, you can see it all over the place. But now look at it this way. Um, what if we are correct and we are living in what we see in Genesis, per se, or in a dome structure, you know, enclosed? That right away will lead you to only one thought. Because I, I, I sat there and I know it only leads to one thought because you start to think about it and think about it and go... Well, that we are divine creation and we not are divine natural creation selection. And there, it, there must Before be. Before you continue, just explain. So we got a flat Earth with Antarctica surrounding in an ice wall. Yeah, 
and a dome above. Well, the dome explain, the, explain the dome because I don't think people listening right now know about this dome. Well, well the dome is because um, the, the heavens, fil- they call it the filament, right? The filament, firmament, firmament. Yeah, firmament. Yeah. yeah. And the firmament was to house the stars and everything else, which gives us our because uh, as far as what they say in the Bible is that God did that to mark our months, mark our seasons, and everything else, ba- basically to give a celestial calendar. Just for this podcast, us. let's throw out the Bible. Yeah, no, no, and, and I, just, I, I really, and, and just to put it clear with me, it's not, I'm not preaching, for, I look to the Bible for evidence, I don't look for the Bible as truth, because they've muttered, or the, the whole Bible has been muddy. What evidence isn't truth, though? What kind of evidence, if it's evidence and it's not true? Well, you look then, at a lot of things, let's take Jesus, for example, just to bring him into this for one second. A magician. Well, look at this. He was he died at thirty three. We all know that thirty three. It actually um, a lot of people put it towards the Masons, but they don't know why. But if you actually look, one third of angels were thrown out with Satan. No, like, I, so I understand. Thirty three actually comes right back from there. But we look at Jesus. He died at thirty three. He was the son of God. So he was. Says the this son. book that's thousands. No, years I know, old. I know. I'm getting to it. Okay. Now look at this. Now imagine you want to hide God. What would you do to the Bible? You would put a false prophet in there. I would get to, rid of it completely. Well, no, you would. You couldn't because people are already following it. So, in order to get in there, you have to create a false prophet, Control and then that false prophet then will divide the religions. What we see, because actually, if you go and talk to a Muslim and you go talk to a Christian, the only difference between the two is how they the review Jesus. I know Jesus was just an alien. No, but that's what their different differences are. Otherwise, their bottom line part of their religion is connected. So what they've done is, just like the globe over top of the flat earth, what they've done in the Bible is put Jesus or other messiahs in front of God. And what we're seeing is a paradigm where they're stealing the fact that there, we should know there is a creator. We should know there's a God above us. But by, because we're hidden by the globe, and we're hidden by Jesus, no one sees this. You go talk to—I went to a church when I started realizing what was going on. I thought, I'll go to a preacher and talk to him because they know Genesis, right? I go to this preacher— and he goes, no, 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 no. Scientists have already showed us it's a globe. We, Genesis is just a myth. I, a st- I, I stand back two steps going, just wait. That's your Bible that you believe 100% in, but you're telling me that not to believe Genesis. And, that, and that's all well and good. So let's get back to modern day f- the firmament. Actually, what you know what? Is this? Hold on, I got a quick thing, though. My thing is, is the Bible and even the Old Testament and everything, is, it's written by man. Right. Right. And I agree with we you. We can't that, yeah. be fucking trusted with anything. Well, and it even right? says in there that don't trust man's words. So in a way, it contradicts it's itself because fucking thing we out. should not trust what's written there. It's even said there. Yeah. And actually, the way I look at it, I said, if God wanted to keep a message with us, why didn't he do it like the Ten Commandments and write it in a mountain or line up the stars? Like there should have been something more concrete. So because he should have known we would have easily doctored a piece of paper. So but I do believe that we do still have a creator, though, because this we're not from a big bang. Actually, when you really think about what the guys to believe, think about the pagan religion. They got us to believe that we come from where? Suns, blown up suns, right? That's where our atoms come from, because you got to have the, that explosion to create that next level of atoms or our properties. And the heaviest thing a sun has from what, when you research into it is its uh, iron level, and that's where it collapses on itself and then spreads those chemicals across the universe, and then they collect into planets, and then we get... The variety of what we see, like on Earth, we could go and all day about the creation of the universe. No, 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 but exactly. But I'm just saying to what, yeah, I'm, what I'm saying about it. it is that what people believe is that there are from suns. Look at pagan belief. Pagan belief puts the sun center in the overall paradigm of the Bible. When you think about creation, what would be an insult to God, the guy who created our woman that created 
the son. Would he, wouldn't that be an insult to you if you were just referred to as one of the things you created? If you were just known for one item you created in your life and that's what you were, wouldn't that insult you just a little bit? You lost me. I can't I'll be speak, honest. I can't speak for I can't speak for God no. if there is one, right? No, I know, but God wouldn't. I wouldn't want. I think I, if I was God, I wouldn't <laughs> want to just be reflected by one of my creations because He created everything, you know. So if I was just preaching to the Son and saying that's God, that's an insult to the Creator that created the Son because I'm taking one of His creations as my false idol. That's what I get out of it. Like I said, I'm I'm going from atheist trying to figure this out. And to get back onto the dome thing, yes, um, that's. That's kind of where we're getting at it. The, the firmament is the best depiction of the dome, of what we're tr- talking about, the dome over our flat earth. And I think that's where he was getting with that is Genesis is probably our most accurate depiction of how we were created and how this dome was created, right? And what is the dome? The dome and the firmament are one and the same because the firmament means the dome. And we can actually, uh, you see it played out in a lot, like say the Truman Show, you know the Truman Show? Yeah. You, we've all watched that. Yeah. That's, imagine that though on a massive scale. So we're all living the Truman Show. Yeah. Basically. That's, that's why the name Is that the only Man. evidence you have for the dome though? No, 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 no. no. But uh, I'm just saying it's a mockery though. You look at it, it true man. Also that the fact that that light that dropped down that woke up um, Truman. Truman was on it, it said Sirius. Sirius is actually linked to the Morning Star, which if you look and you research anything about Lucifer, which the Masons, everybody are preaching to right now, it all works back to that Morning Star and stuff. So you start to see all these relationships, right? With the Truman Show. It, not just with the Truman <laughs> Show. No, because there's sorry, there's I'm sorry, guys. The jumping from the Bible. You guys have been really prepared, and it's been awesome. But let's, just, let's leave like the religion and the Bible out. Okay. Let's okay. just go back to the flat earth sure. and this Whatever. firmament that yeah. is, you know? Yeah. But the firmament dome, I like, mean... Like, what is it? What is it made of? What is well, this whole... That we can't what's the really theory? Answer. Or what's, well, the, what's just the theory on this there, dome? There's some theories. One is it's made out of ice. And that's why they experience the very cold temperatures as they're rising up. So it could be this frozen... Not, so that you don't... That does nothing to do with, like, air density or anything like that? Um, well, no. Density is definitely... Has a play in it. But definitely not gravity. I mean, because then how does smoke rise and stuff? There's a, Actually, gravity has a lot of things that work against it when you start looking at it and start breaking it down, because there's certain things that we observe that aren't possible if we do have a true gravity. Okay, well, so we, uh, got, we got this flat Earth yeah. surrounded by Antarctica right, with a firmament above. Right, and that's to keep the waters... And that, so maybe made of ice, maybe made of something yeah, else. That's, that's, that's up for discussion. Who knows? Yes. So now you got the moon. Right, the and moon the sun, and the sun, sun are inside uh, of that. They're in the firmament. Yeah. Yes. So how far... Roughly, do you think this? Well, we just is... did a sun test, and actually, and it verified the calculations that it's about um, three thousand miles up, and it's thirty-two kilometers wide. The sun, or thirty-two miles wide. Wide. Sorry. The, the so, sun. what was this test? How did you do this test? Well, we had uh, put out a call for people to do on the solstice that just happened, or the equinox, I should say, yeah. on March twentieth, where we know the sun is traveling on the equator line. So we know from there, if I say, get a reading from, say, Salt Lake City is the one I posted on our website to show people uh, one of the better ones that we got in, um, that showed the degree of the shadow at that location. So So then you can just use your trigonometry back to figure up the height of that sun based on the shadow. Now, you got to understand the original one that they talk about, he took two things as an assumption. One was that he took that light was traveling in a parallel line. And he took that, um, that the earth was curved because of that. So when he calculates his, he's making two assumptions. Who's he? 
Uh, Aristophanes. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's where it comes from. And then that's Going back ancient it, Greek. Right. Yes. And that's the one that did it from um, Alexandria and went up to, I forget the other city. I always get. Yeah. That's the oh, one. No, that's sure. the one I've read before too. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember the city. And that, that's what bit. they used to say that they, that's what they the original measurement of the earth. How they calculated the right. circumference you've of been out, yeah. have, You've been out lots and seen the sun where the rays are coming through the clouds at angles. So the. If, I've heard that argument before. No, but we've all seen it. You can pull up. See on Google, this is the best way to look. Go on the Google search and search up uh, the, the God rays, as they call them. And you're going to get tons, thousands, 10,000, millions of photographs from people taking pictures, real pictures. And you can tell they're real from the ones that are artist renditions. Your eye can really tell that. Um, you know, there's no one can make or be, make the, the definitive that one picture is real or not these days because everyone's been faking stuff now. So we really have a lot of discernment that way. But what you do see is there's lots of them, you know. But there's no pictures of just straight lines coming through. So if the rays are coming through at angles, then his assumption then must be wrong. Oh, because podcast foul. Podcast foul. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So uh, either the light was coming in at parallel or the light was being bent, one of the two. Because they come out and say that the reason we get God rays is because of refraction in the atmosphere. So it's got to be one or the other. You can't have refraction in the atmosphere and have curved lines coming in at different angles. And his experiments still come through with the results it did, or there's parallel lines which we don't see on, you know, everyday life. So okay. it's one or the other. They gotta they gotta come up with a definitive answer. Either parallel light can reach the surface of the Earth, or it can't. They say we see these God rays because it reflects or ref, uh, refracts up into the upper atmosphere and it bends the light, and that's how we see God rays. That's their explanation. You can look it up. So if we're taking that, okay. So if that's happening, then. So what about the test where he presumed in his test that the rays are coming in parallel? Because then if they're not coming in parallel and you're saying they're being refracted, then that test doesn't make sense because then he's getting different angles of light coming through and his shadow measurement doesn't make sense then because he's not adjusting for the angle of the refraction at the time. So it's one or the other. And this is one of the paradigms that we want to bring up to a scientist and go, what is it? Is it this or that? Because basically what you're telling us it's both, but how can it be both? How can it be both if your answer for what we see is that it's being refracted, yet you have an experiment where you say it's coming in parallel? So is it parallel lines coming down at us, or is there being refracted through our atmosphere? This is something that people got to ask questions for. I don't think we're wrong to ask the question. I think it's wrong that the science community doesn't answer them. When science is supposed to, in the scientific method, you're supposed to accept new facts. That's the only way we get to true science. If you want the truth of science, you got to keep questioning it. There's nothing wrong with questioning something. No, no nothing no, wrong no, at all. No, no, and, no. I'm, and I'm all good if that's if that's only one experiment though done by so just one. Like but one it's guy. what they point to all. No, this is what so I call is, the thousand year throne because they all point. When you argue with any of the scientists, they use his experiment. Carl Sagan came out and used that experiment on the documentary that he made, explaining everything. So if that's the experiment they're using. And we can point at that experiment and go, no, that's not right. Well, If you can prove it's not right, well, then we maybe in a thousand years, that'll be the experiment that people look to. No, but right but now, the, we the, go with, the best, with our best guess, right? Well, why are we relying on an experiment then that's over a thousand years old? Shouldn't it be time that we redo that experiment? Sure. Yeah, that's what we're asking. But why, and, is, Neil, why is Tyson coming out and refusing to meet with us about this? Why his answer is, uh, is that science is true whether you believe it or not, is his, is his classic answer. I get. I know what you're saying, 
And it's based on the fact that the sun is that, that small and that we live and that's inside our firmament. Well, and that you don't believe in satellites or gravity no, no, no. Well, or anything like this, right? No, because now what you're going to do is say, well, because I don't believe in some of what you're believing, I don't want to take in some facts that I, I'm We've already taken these you, facts. You basically said, I don't want to listen to your question because no, no, I, I, I think that you're completely wrong. No, I don't think you're completely no, wrong. No, no, but I'm that's not what a scientist. you just said. I'm not a scientist. No, I know. Nor am I. But I'm you know same. what? We are all scientists as far as Obama just said. You know, he just came out with a speech two days ago saying that, you know what, the news media is getting Fuck it, this to... podcast got just a way more credentials. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. You well, heard it. You heard it here. We're well, all Obama fucking all came, out, yeah, Obama Thanks, came Obama. out and said that uh, the, the news needs to, not only because it is a hot topic right now, come all in and, 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 yeah, our journalism, look at uh, Flat Earth versus Globe. What they should be doing is going and seeing what evidence or science is behind the globe to prove the, and how did he put it? A notion. A notion of the, of the globe. He did not say it was These a fact. Are his he words. said the notion of a globe. So why aren't so the scientists, so why aren't these scientists stepping up to prove this wrong? We can easily disprove us by NASA. If everybody here agreed, all we have to do is tell NASA on your next trip up there, have a camera where it's undisputed. You know what? I think we're not going to get anywhere with NASA. Who we should be calling? Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's that? What's the tycoon? The cell phone tycoon? Well, no. Well, you look oh, at the Virgin. Well, see, did you guys uh, see that? He wants to has that flight that's going to go up there. Yeah. You know that's been in the making since '07. Yeah. He actually built the airport down there. Let it go to Moth Branson. Yeah, the spaceport. Yeah, He's a cool guy. I think no, you know, no. We well, might get able to get him. But you look at all these companies. And I've been doing a lot of research. They're all pretty like much. Hates, you look. Man. They're all owned by six corporations. Well, space. You get Elon Musk with. SpaceX. They're all. He's, they're all he's not independent at all. No, no, no. we can prove that. No, the the reason these guys even get the chance to go up there and get onto the ticket of making easy so money, sign aboard, is sign aboard to their plan because they're not doing it. And you could see there's so much evidence to show that they're not doing it. I we actually show exposed their DARPA mock setup of the ISS, all being done with three dimensional blue screen and stuff, mm-hmm. and. People don't want to believe they don't got a stage mocked completely up with all the latest technology to do blue screen, which puts um, three-dimensional objects in front of you. So they have the technology. And, they, and you know, by most conspiracy theories, they are how many years ahead of us, the government? Yeah, they, who knows? Yeah, who you know knows? what? Well, Disney, did you know Disney back in the early 60s invented yellow screen? A lot of people don't even know that yellow screen even was invented. He used yellow screen on his first uh, motion picture cartoons. To bring in live actors, Mary Poppins, they did it on yellow screen. So they had that technology back then. People don't think that they did, but they did. They had it there. And why did Disney, before color TV was invented, <clears throat> he was doing his cartoons in color, filming in color. This man, if you look at him, the relationship between him and Tony Stark are actually... A, a paradigm. Oh, and no, no, seriously. You're, no, no, you're, you're hitting key points. You got some serious Actually, I did a quite. A direction, I did two man. different series. One, one is a three part, and one is a six part. And pretty much anybody who's watched them, their comments coming off of it is that just freaked me out because you have to go watch it. You have to see this footage. Like the one three part series is everything from '69 and before, and it will blow your mind what they are talking about. Like it just, and one of the the clips that we took was from the Ford Motor Company. But if you look, they partnered up with Disney at the time. And did you know at the Pearl Harbor bombing that the military was standing at Disney's doorstep down at the studio before Disney pretty much was just finding out about the Pearl Harbor bombing? He gets a phone call 
and says, yeah, I'll meet with them. He says, you can't meet with them. They want it now. And they actually turned his studio into a propaganda tool machine or retooled it for a propaganda machine for the war. See, I like I'm, I'm going to bite on this. I don't I don't see for me. It doesn't really tie up with because I'm because, a lover. Of well, but, but, but I understand like I understand where you're getting at. But I also believe there's there's hidden factors going on that we weren't told. The government hides from us, right. and I think I've 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 said before. I think Pearl Harbor was just an excuse to get into World War II. Oh, totally, it was. War is a, a money flag. making, right? It was a false flag, and 100%. the whole thing. And I know you guys are wondering why Disney, why Disney. But but the thing <laughs> you're is, killing me. Is, I wanted okay, that so bad. I'm going to give you the answer because this is what ties it together. Can I still watch their movies? They're yeah, no, go, go right okay, ahead. Yeah, because they 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 reveal so much. You just got to watch them because uh, we try to express it all, but the movie really. So you got to just see it for yourself. And it's like get, seeing is believing. But, we'll get you. To link that for sure oh yeah and our twitter we'll get a sent and we'll get this oh you linked. bet yeah and um so the whole thing with disney think about when what's the best time if you want to put instill a lie into society what's the best time to do it oh, time. Best time if you want to start building a lie for their life where would be oh, the when they're kids best when you're kids yeah, when, when you're kids, kids. Yeah, yeah. why you mickey mouse club and uh how many of the singers nowadays they have such a i don't know Influence on today's pop culture. Well, and look at the way they are. Yeah. I mean, we're all conspiracy theories are going nuts over our music industry today. And think where most of those people are Stop from. Human cloning. Right from that <laughs> Mickey Mouse Club. Why do you think he created the Mickey Mouse Club? Yeah. That's. I mean, look back at Paperclip. Look at what the Nazis were doing back in World War II. We can actually carry those all of those things. Their music. Like, look at Fantasia. A lot of people were confused. The, the artists even doing Fantasia admitted that they didn't know what Disney was doing. They said that this is not going to work. And he hired um, a guy from Germany. He's a, a big-time German composer of music and let him compose all the music for it. And we hear this, all this stuff about the Nazis doing that 432 hertz or 433 or something. They have a certain thing that really, it, what it does is actually it opens up your subconscious so that subliminal messages are actually coming through a lot easier. Mm-hmm. It's a way to put you into trance through music. But anyway, uh, if you look at Fantasia, movie. his artists were actually arguing with him all the way through it going, this is not going to, this is not a public, like this is not going to work. Especially yeah. you got to think this back in the sixties, right? This is so new for them. But when you look at that whole movie now with the eyes of knowing what they're trying to do, you can see that it feels like part of that, that plan, like fluoride in the water, the music coming through for kids and them planting in. Cause if you look, kids get nailed the most about the globe, almost every show, the school bus was all about flying in space and stuff. Even when I was a kid, the blue marble. You know, stuff like that. You cannot, and that's why it's so embedded. Why would they be pushing so hard on kids about the globe, you know, unless there's a reason, you know, and it is. Trust me, we've done the research. I I know the answers because of my research, but I just don't want to throw them all out there too. I'm excited to, to tell everybody everything I know, but you got to take the baby steps to see the connections, to to kind of take your pace, and and I encourage everyone, just go look for a couple hours. Spend the time. Don't be embarrassed. If you're embarrassed, hide somewhere, you know, in the bathroom. Uh, with, Google I- incognito. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> go put a mask I, on or something. But go take Listen, our listeners listen, aren't embarrassed. I, exactly. Yeah. I'm sure I've looked at a lot weirder yeah. shit. On just just spend a couple honest hours stuff. looking at the footage and make, you know, try to just do it in an unbiased way. Don't go, no, that's fake because I know space is real. No. Space has been put in our mind. Like, I love Star Wars. Trust me. I absolutely love that throughout my life. I remember when I was younger... We couldn't wait for Empire Strikes Back to come out. I waited for that VHS to come up on the damn short, or on the shelf for years because it took like three, four years back then before a movie to uh, release into the public, right? Uh, but 
you know what? Since learning about Flat Earth, I can't. I still haven't seen the newest Star Wars. Because you, you, you already saw it. It's New Hope. You yeah. saw it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but pretty much, when you realize the truth of it, you start to, oh, uh, no. You know what? It, there was never a defining thing between science and science fiction as far as what they're talking about. And actually, if you look, um, what's his name again? Um, Arthur C. Clarke. He actually, if you go back in his novels, was talking about satellites. And he basically, you can almost call him the inventor of the satellite because it was written in the books and softcover way back into the early 1900s before the whole paradigm of stuff coming into play. So, you know, why these guys were so remarkable. A lot of people say how remarkably close it was to the science fiction prior that actually trans transpired after. No, it is. Cause you start, I watch, all I, the, agree. I, I actually, a lot of my research is going back and watching the old movies, like from 1920 on. Um, Cause there's a couple of weird things in 1920. You'll see that the whole government kind of got them and the police and that were shifted. There was what they call the cleaning house in 1920. And I feel that a lot of this, the first indoctrination, say if there's a Mason, Illuminati and all that, you guys are into conspiracy, yeah, so you know yeah, those yeah, names. Yeah. Imagine the Masons are like the wall, and you know they're the stonemasons, are the ones who build that strong fortress. And we know government's nothing but red tape. So imagine if they instilled the Masons into the politics, police, and all of the services during the early 1900s to get some control there. Then we see in Hollywood, it was kind of weird that the government only went after Hollywood for being communist traitors and stuff because of their parties and stuff, which kind of felt weird at the time, except for that you see that during that time, it felt like a house cleaning in Hollywood. And who was left was everybody that was agreeing to put out propaganda, per se, because Disney got a lot of power after that. In the 70s, they came out with a movie called Damnation Alley, it's about uh, two guys, uh, military guys, that show up to one of the nuclear bases with a bo- where they launched the nuclear rocket from. And the movie's going to show them going down and then suddenly get into a war and they launch rockets and 10 years later they screwed this guy. and they're, It's a whole story. It's about the end. But the, what's fascinating is in the first five minutes of it, as they're walking in, they have a scene where they go through an officer's office that they have to buzz through and get through. And this officer has got drawings all over his wall of sketches and stuff, like cartoon stuff. And the one officer turns to him and goes, how's it going? He goes, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably accepting all that into the preliminary of going to this part of the department of the defense department. So and then they get into the elevator, and the one guy turns to him and goes, I don't know why we need cartoonists in the uh, military. And the other guy turns to him and goes, I think I'm going to ask for a leave because I don't like your attitude. But are they dropping a hint there? Like, where have you ever seen where they show cartoon like when do you even think that an officer would be allowed to have cartoon drawings all over the office or that they have a segment in in the military yeah that is dealt with cartoons see okay I, i'm i'm on that with you where there's some i think there's some hidden stuff there's stuff hidden there's been clues dropped throughout history yep. not necessarily regarding flat earth but maybe widespread corruption secret societies and stuff um I think this is a good point. Let's turn. Do you mind? Uh, yeah, we could go, some, we could go on. Cons- we could go on conspiracies too. all day. Like yeah, they, they spawn yeah. themselves, really. If you yeah. keep going, so yeah, yeah. let's because uh, we're we're over an hour now. So let's go. Let's get back to the flat Earth. Let's ask some questions. Yeah, do and you, you guys, uh, do you guys mind if yeah. we shoot some nope. some questions that we had, and then then yeah. we'll get to our Twitter Twitter followers <laughs> questions. No we had this one guy, Nick the Coon, and he was furious. Okay, oh, <laughs> that's he, was, he was mad. He, <laughs> he blew up my phone, man. He probably sent me thirty messages in, right. within an hour. So uh, we told everyone we'd read their tweets. So okay. Yeah. Uh, um, first off, oh here's here's one that I it's really got me right away. Um, so in your guys's theory, um. From my understanding through my life, the earth, the moon is tidal locked with the earth, right? 
So we can go outside right now. We see the earth, we see the moon. We see the same moon every night. We can look at it. It's mapped. Now, if you go to the southern hemisphere, that moon appears upside down. Right, and that could be on both models because, again, the moon and the sun are going over top of the equator and between the the or the Tropic of Cancer and Tropic of Capricorn. So if you're in the southern hemisphere and the moon's high or low, you're always going to see that same direction compared to that direction. It still works both ways. Now, how um, wouldn't someone see it twisting? Wouldn't there be? Wouldn't it be a slow road? Wouldn't you see a slow rotation? We're only seeing the underneath of it. So on the flap side, we're just seeing the underneath. So it's not a rotation that way. And actually, if you look, they they call it. Um, I just was looking at this the other night. Mm-hmm. It's no, it's it, the moon actually has it comes in and, a, and out a bit on its apogee and perigee. Um, and it's escaping me the word right now. I just did a video on it. Now, there we've actually did what we call it's a moon test, uh, the moonlight. And we actually when it, it's quite funny because when during this, I look at Todd. I'm like. You know what? They even have two different words for it because we got sunlight and we got moonlight. So, what what we found out in the beginning was that people are claiming that the moonlight isn't having the same properties as the sunlight, and that's right there is like a red flag because we're told that it's sunlight reflecting off the moon, so we should still see the same properties of sunlight down here off the reflected uh, light off the moon, radiant heat, yeah, or the radiant light, and all that should it should the still carry heat. its its properties. What we're finding, and we actually did the test, we went out in the full moonlight, put two cups, one exposed, uh, filled with water, one exposed to the moonlight, and one not exposed within the same area. So it's roughly a controlled environment as much as we can get it. We left these cups of water outside the whole day so that they would... Yeah, they were were equal temperatures. They were out there for 10 hours by the time we actually took the readings. And we went out, and the one exposed to the moonlight was colder than the one that was not exposed to the moonlight. So we are actually seeing a different property come from there. And actually, when you go outside, a lot of people can contest when they're at a campfire. When there's a moonlight, that fire is a lot more vibrant than when there's no moonlight on it. It's There seems to be some properties of the moonlight that actually are, are different. Thermal people dynamics. Are actually, yeah, thermal, thermal dynamics, dynamics. that are changing. Well, it's about how the heat can radiate out in a certain amount of space. Heat like, finds cold and cold finds heat. Yeah. So it's a transfer of that heat. Same, there's, like, there's... Uh, a growing argument about the ISS because they say they're up in the stratosphere and the temperatures up there are over 2,000 degrees as far as what they say, but the molecules are so far apart that it doesn't get that hot. But where's all the heat being expelled then off the ISS if the heat off the ISS is less than 2,000 and has nowhere to go? Except for, you know, what they say is that it actually gets changed to electronic waves and it goes out as electronic type of wave that can disperse instantly into space. So they get around that that problem by saying that one thing that we can't prove because no one could go to the ISS to see how they change a physical heat property into an electronic or uh, electrical and, type of wave. Uh, and to go back to the, the moon and the face of the moon, I think it's all about perspec- perspective and where you are on the Earth. Yeah. Um, but we always see the same face, and depending on where you're standing, obviously if you're standing on the right side of that disc or the left side, you're going to see a different version of that moon right different version of that face of the moon because you're looking at it say if it's in the center you're looking at it completely different than if you were on the right side of the moon right well, well they even that's, document that's that if your theory of the moon being only three thousand kilometers away right exactly. if the moon as that, the distance that they explain. tell us one million yeah. whatever it is i don't know no, 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 yeah then 
that would be the flipped version, right? That would be if you're at the if you're at the north, and then you go to the south, you've seen like a completely backwards, like upside yeah, down, no, right? Same, same on the globe, though. You see that same thing happens. They got pictures of it. So, but it can be done both so, ways. And they even have a document which I was getting at is through the apogee and perigee. It comes in and out a bit, has a, a wave to it. As far as it's not like a perfect circle where it follows a perfect straight line on that circle, it actually comes in in a bit by about five degrees. Um, now, it actually shows and exposes an extra one percent either time to depending on where you are on the Earth, and that's documented. It says it right there. So we are actually seeing a little bit more one way and a little bit more the other way, and that's actually listed right there. If you look up um, moon phases and stuff on Wiki, it's all documented. The five degree shift. Uh, it coming in and out, and it's weird. You look at their graphic they're showing you. It looks like it's coming in and out. And if I did a little bit further research to figure out, well, what could be shining? If it's not the sunlight, what's shining it? If you research phosphorus, which is quite interesting, it's not a natural element of the Earth. The only way they find it here is by breaking apart other chemicals and finding little bits and pieces of it here and there and everywhere. So, uh, But phosphorus glows naturally. It glows when exposed to oxygen. It glows a white. Now, when you heat it up with natural sunlight, it, it glows red. So some interesting properties that we've been seeing with the moon going from white and then our blood moons, red. It also, if you put enough pressure and enough heat, it goes to purple and it goes to black. You know, so it's very if, interesting. If the moon and, if and the is, sun are in the same and spot it, oh, and it's, it has phosphorus, wouldn't it always be glowing red? Well, it, we don't know for sure. Like this is these are only just theories right now. Of what we can come yeah. up with to answer I'm, some of the questions ask, that are curious. coming out, uh, you know, and the fact that we see the moon coming in and out. It could, if it's if phosphorus is activated by oxygen, then maybe it coming in a bit to our atmosphere is what's actually lighting it up every month, because it actually the full moon happens when it's at its apogee or uh, perigee, which is its closest, and its new moon is at its apogee, so when it's furthest in that five degree in so, and out. Staying with the moon, yeah. How do you explain the moon phases with the flat Earth theory? Well, again, with the the moon phases, we don't have a hundred percent definitive answers. But there's been times, and there's documented evidence already, and we've seen it here above us in Penticton. We have a moon in the sky and the sun over here, and the shadow and the Terminator don't match where the direction of that sun is facing on it at the exact same time in the daylight sky. So it doesn't. There's there's something not working there, and there's um, other people are posting footage actually where they can see stars through the um, shaded side of the moon. So where you see the moon, but where it's it's been sh- you know shadowed out or whatever, there's actual footage out there where people when they're reviewing it can see stars coming through it. Now how is that even possible? You know it, it raises questions, but we can't tell because there's this there's certain areas of of science that we first have to get them to either answer our questions or allow us to go experiment. Exactly. But right now what we find, there's just a door that's closed and nobody wants to talk about, but I don't see why we shouldn't talk about it. It's not going to kill us to talk about this stuff. Yeah. Talk away. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, let's, let's, let's power through some questions. Okay. Andrew, you got one? No, you keep keep going, keep going. So, uh, my other one here is regarding, um, Southern Hemisphere, you see different constellations. Right. So how, how does that work with your mom? Well, there's a astral, you know what an astral plane is? It's one of the Give oldest. Give it a quick rundown. Okay, a natural plane is actually used from the ancients. It's probably the oldest kind of calcula- or computer, per se, because back in the ancient times, it was actually this to have one was um, like someone owning a computer nowadays. You had all the information in your hand. They used them to 
find their way around by the stars at night and all that. It is actually your, your GPS back then of the ancient times. Now, the astral layer, if you look at it, if we're in a dome, there's actually this guy who's doing a great model, in my opinion, that explains it quite well, is that when you look at the astral layer from the past that we actually physically had here, and it's documented, if you take that same design that they used there to, and this is a, you know, it's not mechanical, it's not got electricity telling it what to do and stuff like that, so it's a mechanical device, so it's, it's going to, and it still works to this day, so nothing's changed, and this is the other weird thing that we'll get to. Um, but that astrolay is a disc that goes above with the, you know, basically the stars in that. So this guy, he, he thought, well, one, if I separate that, use the flat earth here, put the astrolay up here, spin it, and then have that reflection. Because we all seen disco balls, and they can yeah. light up, right? So the, the astrolay shows different pictures, even on our physical one, from above, below, northern, southern hemisphere. And the southern hemisphere is actually imprinted as a reflection on the outer edge, and they've he took a camera, like the virtual setup he did. He puts the camera there to look up, and everything syncs up exactly the way we see it at the equator. Because at the equator, you get this weird look of both skies rotating in the opposite directions. And he reproduced it with his model. So to me, of everything I've seen, I really like his theory because he's actually been able to reproduce the observation, what we see. And and who is who, sorry? Who is this? Uh, I'll I'll send you guys a link. I, okay. It, okay, it's a new guy on the scene, and he's just he's really sunk into trying to put this model together by all the information that we have. I'm going to tell you right now. I have a hard time trusting. I'm going to trust you two. So yeah. When you guys are bringing facts to me, yeah. That now, like when you guys are on this trip and stuff, I'm going to trust your facts. Yeah. It's truth, but you know what I mean? Like, oh no, it, we, we, we look at it you, the same way. We yeah. look at the same way. Like, I like his theory. Not saying I've I've. Yeah, completely sold to it because right yeah, now see with your own eyes yeah right? well, That's... well not only that but right now we're blocked out from actually discovering the truth what we want to do is first expose and get these lies out of the way so we can start working on the true truths yeah of science instead of just theorizing and blocking out everything that comes against my theory because my ego is being hurt how about we accept that you're wrong and we create a theory that actually fits our observation so not all of us are walking around you know what i i feel people are out of place in life and don't realize it because they actually, their observation of life and what they're told are two different things. And they keep telling us, don't trust your eyes. Well, how'd you, I mean, what are we going to trust if we can't trust our eyes? How do you get a grasp on life if you can't yeah. trust yourself? Exactly. Why are we always told not to trust our eyes? That what we're seeing isn't what's actually happening. Well, how can we see Toronto over a curvature that should be, you know, four or 500 feet of water in between on that bay? Okay. Stuff like that. Um, Andrew. You got, a, you got one. Um, okay, so if the Earth is flat, what about the other planets? Are they? Are well, they? Well, no, we didn't say. Uh, well, yeah, that's a good question, actually. Yeah, so it's, yeah, that's a good serious. question, but yeah. again, it's not a question we can really answer because we don't have that. Okay, that, that knowledge, right? We can't get to space ourselves and find out why. And so, if, but so, if, but if, observably if, through a telescope, we don't know for sure that they are sphere. We see a circle, a round circle. No, but right? if you, if you, if I'm an amateur, if I have a nice telescope, I'm an yeah. amateur. Yeah. I stare at, say, Jupiter, That's and the, I stare at it the every night you could see for whatever. You can you watch it rotate, and like you said, you got to trust your eyes, right? Well, that yeah, no, exactly. And there is, and I've seen a lot of footage from a lot of people who have been able to hook up a camera to that situation and put that footage up. And I've reviewed it myself, and I don't see what I see from NASA's CGI images, though. I see something a little bit different as far as it doesn't. It looks more like more light, more. 
it, it doesn't have that same defining look that we see. It like could you be look spinning at Mars, or it could be changing, right? We don't know for sure if it's uh, if it's actually rotating, right? It's a light. We can see it as a light, a round light. We could assume it's uh, it's rotating because we see a different uh, pattern within that light, but we can't fully assume that it's rotating and that it's a sphere. That's, that's if we throw planet, right? our our telescopes. No, like no, no, our, no. Our, our, like our space telescopes, like the Kepler and the Hubble, right? When well, they zoom in, like stars and stuff, and they watch them spin, and you can watch a sunspot every again, whatever days, right? Again, let's let's separate that. There's telescopes on that the public can look and view up into space, and that's what we're just talking about. Yeah. Now, this side where you're talking about, now let's go on to the science side with their telescopes. You're not allowed to go there as a public person and view through those. I'll tell you that right now because we've I've already checked into that. You, These are you guys, down you know, to... What you guys should try and do is go to the Okanagan we, Observatory. No, we Ooh. want to. We're trying to get into these places so we can make these ourselves. These guys are going to love this shout-out. There's a place in a Soyuz, the o, a Soyuz Observatory Bed and Breakfast, yep. and the guy's like one of the largest owners, private owners of... Uh, telescopes and you okay. go and stay in his bed and breakfast and he on a clear night sky will show you whatever you want to look at sweet oh. so like that's Perfect. a great Thanks one that's right that that's Thanks right in your alley sure. well, i've definitely. been trying to book it it just it oh, i don't think it even it's, opens till april 10th yeah okay. something like that april yeah. 10th so that's a that's a good one for you guys to Perfect. check out oh, i'd love that question question um other i got another one here so uh, well yeah I got, we got, I got questions it. on questions so. um okay so with your theory how would you explain um if you're standing at the beach and you're watching a ship go in the distance it's it sinks bow to hull or bow to mass Mm -hmm. bottom to top um again that's all about perception and um also bringing in atmospheric refraction as well but we have video now with um, a nikon 900 camera so it's a really good camera that can zoom in um pretty far in anyway so we've had somebody test this already go on to a a coastline watch a ship disappear over the ocean visibly with their own eyes and then take a Nikon 900 camera, zoom in to where they saw the ship disappear. They can zoom in directly and see the whole entire boat, and it come appear back into sight. The whole hull from bottom Minus. to hull. Is this on your guys' Do you guys have this on we your YouTube video? We do have video? a couple of okay. them. There's now, now, if you hold that camera on the ship, now you've seen it again. Does the ship disappear again? There's um, a, well, again, there's a distance to that camera too. That there's a limitation, and you got to you got to know. With atmosphere, there's stuff we see it all the time. You get dust in the air, the mirage, the, and especially over an ocean. Again, uh, water of vapor or vaporizing and stuff. So there's always refraction. something in our atmosphere. So the case about seeing forever in atmosphere is impossible, and the scientists would would stand here with us to argue with that the, case with the optical telescope. With any of the telescopes, there's nothing that's going to break through the atmosphere, atmosphere. Uh, as far as how radio thick telescope. It is. Or no, anything think like about that? this in the water. How far can you see underwater? And why can't you see right to the other yeah, side of the coastline? but if you have no. sonar or something like that, you well, can that, see not, no, now you're going radio that's wave. Not a, that's completely but saying, not vision. But right? I'm saying if you had like some type of like a radar or something. Right. And Loran <laughs> actually documents cases where they're starting to pick up the ships at seven, 800 kilometers out in the ocean, which should be far beyond the curve for that radar to pick for up. For that radar to pick up, exactly. So the radio waves are proving to us that it's flat. Not just our vision, but also the tools, the instruments that are yeah. used every day for navigation, um, all of that. They basically disprove the curve right there. Yeah. If you dig actually into a little bit, you'll see that their answer doesn't actually jive. If you're going to accept that as the answer, then I should just be able to give you guys a half-ass answer and you believe me about the flat earth. We shouldn't be like that. We shouldn't just allow. Should we question everything. We should question some of these underlying. Oh, we're, we're questioning. Yeah. No, yeah. I, know, I want yeah. you to. I want you to break us yeah. apart because trust me, there would be nothing I would like more 
than to go back to believe in that globe because it was a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. But I tell you, I can't. I just can't because yeah. I know the truth now, and it's impossible for me to change. Actually, and that's what we feel is truth. Let's clarify that. What I feel is truth, right? Truth yet. I, I believe in it. I feel like the earth is hollow, and that's my truth. So. Yeah. Well, exactly. I believe in it enough where I'm devoting my life to bring this message to everybody one-on-one because I don't believe that people believe people on YouTube anymore or anywhere else. That you Plus, you can't even trust that the yeah. people you're talking to might not just be government people being staged to take in your story. And then, you Wait, know, maybe you guys are government. No, yeah. <laughs> throwing us exactly. off. Yeah. You, guys you know, we've been cl- complaining about CSIS cutting our feeds. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's pretty convenient that you guys show up now. No. Yeah, our first guest, just, eh? Yeah. <clears throat> well, we can assure you we're not government paid. Yeah, so. no, you know, far from it. And you know what? It, I have a hard time speaking on in front of a camera and a mic, let alone working yeah. for a government. So. I would say that it's Question, Andrew? Uh, time zones. Yeah. Oh, time Ooh, zones. Yeah, that works the same way either way. I mean, because you consider the time zone is based from that point out. Um, on a flat or globe, they're still working the same. And you got to think with well, the close. Okay, I see where you guys are going because I can see the confusion. Well, well we're, if, we, if we're believing the Earth is spinning, we get time zones. Right. With us. With a sun that is stationary. With a sun that, that has strong enough light to light up the entire half of the earth. Now, when you're looking at, say you're in a big warehouse, is there just one light shining and making the whole thing light up? Or do they have a whole bunch of different lights? You know, because the, the radius of the light only goes so far. Just like street lamps on a, a street. How far does one street light get you before you only need another one? Right. Same thing with the sun being where it is. It... It only can shine so far. That's why we see a circular. That's why it's when it's leaving, you can actually see where the sun gets or the light is diminishing. See, if we had Different a terminator line, it should well. be actually, we should just get the sweeping long black coming over, just like ISS shows from their ISS Live. The, what they show there doesn't, you go outside and you don't see a big sweeping black line just come straight across. You see the sun leave and it curve in on the corners and it's like a concentrated light leaving you. And slowly diminishing again into the more redder colors, because if you look at light, the longer the wave, the further it is from its source, the more it gets down into the redder colors because of the Doppler effect. So if you, you your eyes are telling you, you just so got to take a is look. Is the sun then like just going like around? It's going around, but it's it only has so much uh, radius to where the light hits. Okay, I hear the yin yang symbol is look. Think of the yin yang. Kind of, yeah. The moon is the one, the sun is the other, and it's going around, creating that paradigm of light and darkness. So how would, how would then you, how would you get, okay, I, I, I think I see where you're going with this. Uh, when the moon, like, so when you get like a full moon, how does that work with this? Cause what we're told now is that the sun is shining and you're, it's full reflection, right? Okay. Well, like we said, uh, with the experiment or experiments so far, what we're finding out is the moonlight is different than the sunlight. So the, it being a reflect or reflected reflected light, sorry, off of the from the sun off the moon, doesn't fit what we're seeing in our experiments are telling us. So there's something else going on there. Can we tell what it is right now from here? No. Um, we're trying. I, I explored uh, phosphorus and then also explored um, fireflies, which is quite interesting because you look at fireflies. They got two chemicals in them. One's uh, actually called Lucer or Lucia or Lucuria, and the other one's uh, Lucer or Luciferian. Sorry, they did all these L's. Tongue twister. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So Luciferian. So we got Lucifer in there, and these two chemicals actually, when the bug breathes in and acts or puts oxygen on them, that's when they react 
again, we're seeing, and when we look at the or the moon, it's lunar. We go lunatic at the full moon. The the that whole paradigm is starting to play out that these chemicals that we're seeing in the firefly also are even in phosphorus. So you look at phosphorus, actually, the name reverts back to uh, Lucifer. It's right there in Wiki. You can look at phosphorus, and they'll say the meaning actually comes from the the word Lucifer. I'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around the moon phases, but. That's something well, for another what, time, what, right? if it's self-luminating? That's basically where I'm the, going. Because it's self-luminating, so if, but if that's the case, then why do you see a curved shadow on the moon? As well, it as wrote, it's as dipping it into our atmosphere face. and coming out, because they do talk about that uh, uh, lateral movement to the apogee and uh, uh, perigee. There's only that way, it's doing it's a fos- one of these. It's going up wait, and down wait, towards the flatter. If it's made out of phosphorus, and it's just dipping into the oxygen enough where it's starting to gain that that effect and it's starting to light up and as it gets lower it gets to go and into the full moon and as it comes back up it starts to diminish because the auction is starting to of course, diminish away from it. We but can depending sit on here it. and theorize on what yeah, makes the exactly. phases. Hey, that's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah. We, can yeah. yeah we can sit here, but all day we can't like on we the can't flat Earth model. It. We can't prove what makes the, the, the moon phases. That's why we kind of took the experiment of. The, the radiation or um the the, light. the temperature yeah so because that's as far as we can really go to explaining the moon right yeah. is is what we can see and measure we can't really so yes we do see that shadow on the moon but what what explains it it could be a, a, a variety of different things the ones they gave us is the is the earth coming in front of it's the umbra of the earth right yeah. of yes. the, that's the that's our that's, th- that's the theory the accepted right now theory, yes. yeah well and there's it's kind of you know weird when we think about it too is if the moon's uh, when it's a full moon, it's actually behind the Earth. The Earth is in, in the middle of the sun and the moon. Shouldn't in a in a way, shouldn't we see a lunar eclipse every month then? Except for we see a fully lit moon once a month when it's on its far side of the Earth. Because if when it's over here on the in between us and the sun, that's a new moon. That's where it's completely black. So yeah. the full moon is actually on the other side of Earth in their model. So wouldn't the Earth be blocking that full moon? Like people don't even ask that question. Well, well, that's well. That's the theory: is the moon is so far away from the Earth that the Earth's shadow, by the time it gets to the moon, is so minuscule that it lights up the whole thing. But I'm not a scientist, right? Yeah. That's what they tell us. Yeah, but then yeah. how do we get a lunar eclipse? A lunar eclipse. Well, that's what that the shadow. The lunar eclipse. No, is no, one no, lo- no. It's lunar eclipse is one that is on the other side, directly from the sun. Yeah. So right? because as our the, the the model that we have, the Earth doesn't go in a perfect around the sun, right? It does a kind of like one of these, so that's why you kind of get those. Well, it's ecliptic, so it means yeah. it's going out yeah. and in, but it's still on a plane. All the planets are on their on their, their plane. on their own plane. Yeah, well, on the same plane actually, all the way out. Mm-hmm. They're not all going different directions around the sun. They're actually mm-hmm. we're all on one plane. Go look. They even say the universe is flat. Mm-hmm. Well, look if you the like the current that. the current theory that I know is that we're all flying through space, right? See, we're that, flying through, and you're. We're following the sun. Oh, you've seen that graphic, right? right? Okay, let, let's bring that up. Actually, i got a, a, a little thing for I, you, I, a little like, mind puzzle for you guys. I think it's a cool graphic, morning. Okay, <laughs> so if, if the Earth is going around the sun, right? The Earth is traveling at 67,000 um, kilometers an hour around that sun. And then you got the moon going around the Earth is only going 3,000 around the Earth. So how is the Earth, when it's traveling in its orbit this way, the moon's got to go faster to get ahead of it. To show the then, same yeah, and then come back around, stop, go backwards for a bit, and then keep up, and then come back around the backside. Because remember, the Earth is going in one direction. So imagine this: say the Sun is the center of a NASCAR track, and the Earth is one of the NASCAR cars. 
So then can we put a horse to go around that NASCAR while the NASCAR is going around that, the sun? Well, horse. well, horse is a living animal. No, but the that. horse. No, but the horse. In I'm a, a relationship to speeds. In the sense of, you got to understand that the speeds are going backwards. See, it would make more sense if our moon was going faster than the speed of the Earth around but the sun, not. but it goes backwards. So you you have to believe in their model that the Earth or the moon is going at a slower speed than the Earth is traveling around the sun, and the sun is actually supposed to be traveling around the Milky Way at 10 times that speed, and the Milky Way is going away from the Big Bang at even 2.2 million kilometers an hour. So in theory, we're traveling right now at like some enormous number, like close to light almost. You know, it's crazy. I'll go at them all up. They got one that's from oh, a Big Bang. Oh, it's insane. Space, it's in- yeah. Space is No, nuts. no, but it's insane because it's not real. Because when you think about it, you can't make that model work. You can't physically. In theory, in our, in yeah. theory right? You, everything's in a theory. So no, you say you can't make it work, maybe you can. But you know how they make can. it? I don't no, know. No, the only way they make it work is by going, uh, uh, throwing the law of relativity. They say that the moon to the earth is separate from, you can't include the moon in looking at the earth to sun relationship. You're not allowed to because that's not being relative. Sure. No, well, that's what I, I don't know. says. If, that, if you guys are happy with that, then fine. Well, I'm not. I'm open. I'm open for anything. Yeah, no, I'm just saying if I'm you're op- happy with their answer, because that's their answer, is that it's relative. I just don't know enough about it. No, I'm not. But I'm letting either. you know Make from the research that judgment. Einstein says to solve that problem, he said it's all relative, but it's not. Because then what we're saying is that the sun can hold the Earth. It can hold a planet like but Pluto, but it doesn't make any effect on our moon. The, the Earth beats out the sun on the moon's gravity. Like, you really start to think about their model a little bit and put some logic behind it. You're going to start to see there's a lot of unanswered questions and some things that are just a little bit unbelievable. Orbital mechanics, yeah. That was yeah, a good we one went for right me. to slash well, orbital really... mechanics slash geomechanics. Yeah. Uh, any more questions or should we get to the Twitter Twitter questions? Uh, you know what? Let's get to the Twitter ones. This is. I'm sure I could come up with questions on questions, but. Yeah, this is going long. Yeah, let's. Uh, let's we usually try to... to cap them at an hour, but obviously yeah, this yeah. one's got a little longer. For sure. Um, so. Uh, yeah. Can you? While I'm reading these ones, can you pull up? Uh, uh, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> what are you talking? What, what are you talking oh, about? Buddy uh, there. No, I have his questions written down. Um, Vladimir Putin's question there. Of the, um, the least, the long. real Vladimir Putin. Yeah, the, we think so. Yeah, he's, we think oh, could, could very well be. Yeah. Oh, is that uh, right? He he gave probably one of the most the. It's it's funny. Well, he'll read it word for word. Okay. Uh, okay. So at Young Fox Molder. Uh, what if okay he's this isn't more of a question he's promoting a theory she goes right. what if the earth is flat and it's just the atmosphere uh, that's making the earth appear around that's well my we've done research uh, I've been doing research into perception um, we naturally see in an arc yeah. it's well known well documented so a lot of people argue with us about uh, seeing curvature from an airplane but we got footage that's higher than an airplane showing it as a flat, flat horizon. horizon. So there's there's obviously a mental push towards the perception push because there is a theory, if you look in perception, that basically um, as a fresh person, if you don't know your reality, it's, you have to be stimulated. And what they've done is stimulate it with a model. And that's what the theory goes yeah. to talk about. Now... Basically, what they did, and that's why the indoctrination is that young, is they put the model into your brain. So when you go to look out at your world with with already a stimulated, yeah. activated stimulus, you're going to impose You're that. tricking the eyes. You're right? tricking the eye yeah. already by what your brain is pushing on top of it. 
Yeah. Not it's like not with what you don't know what's saying. in the box if the cat's dead or alive in the box until you open it, right? What's in the box? Same thing. What's in the box? The Red Bull strat. <laughs> if you look at like the Red Bull Stratus thing, same thing. Then you guys oh. are saying he gets up there and he looks out and you yeah. can see the curvature. Well, no, and even when he opens up the, but the thing is, is they have the fisheye lenses on mounted on all the cameras outside that. But when he opens the door for the first time, it's a wide lens that's inside the capsule. Look at the the curvature well, then. No, there is none. A wide lens will make it look flat, and a, cur- and a fisheye will make I, it look curved. I think wide end stretches so, an image too. What do you so got? that can go um, either sorry, way on that one. I, I did post a video on my Facebook actually just today about your Stratus, um, the difference or what you're what you're seeing on the video on the Stratus. And um, there's a guy on YouTube who compared it to um, a high altitude plane that was lower, or, or sorry, the ISS, the picture on the ISS. So the Stratus Felix Baumgartner went lower than the ISS, but yet in the footage, the curve is greater in Felix's video footage than it is in the ISS footage. Why? Well, which did, which to, shouldn't make sense if... I'd have to look at the cameras and lenses yeah, they used, right? right? Well, like, right. They, but still, I'll throw it out there, that that high shot, which is validated right from NASA footage, shows you a flat horizon at 300 kilometers up that, which is way beyond where he was jumping from. So, cause he didn't make it up to the stratosphere. Yeah. And the camera that's inside the, wait, the, a, the a NASA shows a flat horizon. Yeah. NASA, with the, a, it's a joint a, operation a with cons- Australia. Conspiracy, wouldn't they just not put that picture out then? Well, this, it's, no, they, they released a quick the, clip. Yeah. And they released a documentary on high, high shot back in 19, I think I grabbed that one in 1976 was sure. made. So, but it's their footage. But like I was saying earlier is that, remember, these guys have been playing this game since 69. They probably didn't realize that we would have the abilities we do now with the internet or communication levels that we might be actually smart enough to pick up on this. You know, that they can't be perfect, right? They can't, they can't show a curve in every, like, to cover all the grounds would be. Well, and half of their stuff back then, you look, it's produced also uh, cohartly with Disney because ever all the animation you see in the older movies wasn't our CGI Fucking that we see Disney. today. No, Fucking no, but Disney. it was cartoons. Fucking they have Disney. you go watch it. The it Apollo One Brits, documentary. Yeah. <laughs> they have clips of everything they can't show real because they don't have a camera there or whatever. They had Disney draw that scene, so you can see the connection between Disney and NASA back then. Even why do Disney? Is it, are they Nazis? Is that why no, they it's Jews? It, why be, I freaking I always get the was he a Nazi girl. sympathizer? I think I, that's I what think, it was. Actually, um, I know I that they hate <clears throat> Jews. That's as much as I know. I think it's well documented. He was pretty racist. No, yeah, yeah, definitely time. racist. Um, a lot of those old blackface cartoons. Well, he had <laughs> actually Disney went through a strike, an employee strike, where he was actually the government flew him down to South America to do a whole bunch of government films, while they brought in a big heavy hitter union guy a lawyer, a German lawyer, to come in and settle the dispute. And a lot of disgruntled employees, they actually were uh, saying he was quite racist and that. But then, you know, his best friends come in afterwards said, don't believe everything you hear. Yeah, but, you the know, white guys. Hey, <laughs> but hey, there was, there was a big strike. Super nice to meet There's right? a big strike with yeah. Disney. It's all documented. It shows them throwing stuff at him while he's coming into the gates. So. Um, <laughs> at Nick the Coon. So we'll go through his here. Oh, he's, oh. he's angry. He's angry. He's more of our... Well spoken, uh, guys. A guy needs I'm a sure, hug. I'm sure you're, you'll get him on your Twitter and surely be blasting your questions. That's all right. Uh, why can't you see the whole world from Mount Everest? Boom, fucking round. <laughs> <laughs> Again, atmosphere. We're just, just like going to bring it, back our yeah, perception yeah. and obviously. Yeah. It's well documented, just like jumping in an ocean. You don't expect to see across the ocean because you know that the water has some 
uh, ability to block your vision over time. It's just imagine, just keep putting a screen door in front of your face. Atmosphere works like that. The only place we're going to see a, an area where we could see forever in the sense of a theory would be in space where there's nothing in our way. That's why they can explain trillions of light years away is a star that we can see, you know, because of that volume. And be, from here, because our atmosphere is diminishing to the exosphere quite rapidly, we don't have the same ex- our obstruction as we do looking straight across to our horizon because we're looking through the thickest layer of the atmosphere too when we're down at ground level. Okay. I'm yeah. just going to say they have telescopes on Earth that look into space through the atmosphere. So you can look through atmosphere. They use the, that light to readjust it to as well. But again, those telescopes, do we have public access to take a look at them? And is it a clear shot? It, are we looking to just see a computer screen that's relaying information that has been programmed to come through? Because that, that, that's the one thing I'll, I I'll stop and I'll, go, I'll, you know what? It all goes back to their line, right? Well, not that. No, it's, I don't want that to be always the case. you got to see with your eyes. You I want to see how they did it. And I would want to see that program. I'm a programmer too. I know my C Sharp and that. I would want to see to verify their program so that it's actually not being, it doesn't have programming in Tampered there to just, you know, everyone says, well, how could they all be in on it? Well, do you see the guys at NASA? They're all in front of a little computer screen. Who's to say that the guy, they don't got other guys sending the information to that screen, faking everything to them, and they don't know any better. They're just taught, hey, if that goes over 240, scream at me. You know, so the guys are just concentrating on 240 the whole time, and we get to think that they're all doing something, and they all think they get, they're doing something. Yet it could be, once we brought in computers, no one could tell, and that's why we don't, you know, a lot of people look at the computer as, I don't get truth from it, because we all know it. stuff can get doctored through there. Oh, 100%. Um, Nick the Coon, stars round the sky, not straight across. Shouldn't they go straight across if it was flat? You want to answer that? No, what he's talking about is... Sorry, say that again? The, he's the, saying the stars, the stars, as you can watch the trail, the stars, the stars round the sky. They right, because... They don't go perfectly straight in a straight line, see, like, a, like an Well, that, that's easily answered because the, the Polaris is centered off the North Pole. And this is... Well, I'll throw back at him in a second about Polaris, but everything centers around Polaris, and it works on the flat Earth as it does on the globe, except for that. Remember the speeds of the globe and the speeds of the our solar system moving and stuff like that? So we're moving close to speed of light if you add up all the, the, the d- distances that we're traveling. How is it over thousands of years, and, and go back to astrolite, how is that instrument to this date completely accurate on the stars, and we're still spinning around players, which they even say back in the day is what they marked the stars off of, and we're still pointed our North Pole to that star, is that star just happens to be matching us in that faraway galaxy to keep center on our North Pole? Because you could take a camera, everybody can, face it to the sky, and you will, you, if you do a time lapse, you're going to see that the stars circle and players stays center. It's the pinion in the disk. It does not move. Every star moves around it. It's actually quite yeah. amazing. And actually, when you think about it, if you're on a spinning globe with a camera and the globe's spinning, compared to the sky spinning above your head, how do you get the shot anyway of getting those star trails to come around the, the center? In my opinion, the only way you can get that shot anyway is if the sky's moving above our head, not the earth moving underneath, because then that shot should look different. It should look like big sweeping lines because you're on the earth and your your trajectory is being changed by the spin of the earth but all these photographers and there's tons of footages on google show this nice beautiful spiraling going on right above the north north pole that's where that our earth is lined up to players 
It's actually quite interesting. To me, it's actually more evidence towards the flat earth than it is the globe. Uh, Nick the Coon's got another one, but first, let's read Putin's. You got Putin's. <laughs> read it word for word. Putin, get a hold of yourself, Vladimir. bud. Vladimir, let's see. Can't they bust it instant because they have the things in the sky that go around? Earth, I think it's supposed to be earth and magic stuff. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as you brought in magic, does, I can. Well, does that even make well, sense? Well, the fact that he's, he's Russia's biggest politician is just... Yeah, you know, I think it's the language barrier that's making that question very hard to understand. I think, I think he used Google Translate. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's, that a way. Way that's a bad way to go, Putin. So yeah. figure your shit out, bud. So, no, I, I think sorry, he's onto Putin. something. Magic makes a lot of <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah, magic. Done. Um, the last one, we'll go with Nick DeCoon because I think it's fitting. Let's touch on it because I'm sure we could go on this one for hours. Why, why are they hiding it? Why are they hiding this? Thank you, Nick the Coon. <laughs> Why are they fucking dying for What's, this? Uh, sum it up. Sum it up in a quick in a quick minute. Try to wrap it up as best you can. Well, the way the way we kind of seen it, we concluded it ourselves. Uh, I know you guys didn't don't. We're, we can all agree that the Bible and all that is is has been doctored and all that. But the way we came up with it is that they are hiding God. So if number one, like if. They don't want us to to obey God's rule or to obey his his what he wants for us, just to believe in him and and all the good morals and whatnot. What would be the best way is to hide God completely and bring in Satan, right? And I think when you see all the evil in the world and all the like the one eyed one eye shit in the industries and are the two statues actually they're just putting up. Did you guys hear about that new statue they're putting out in New York? They already got one down in. Um... Get the other city because there's one already up that everyone's pissed about. But they're erecting another statue of Baal, and you know who Baal is. That's the other name for Satan. B oh. B A or B A A L, and that's another name for him. Um, but they're erecting an, another statue of that. Did you know that they can't put the same religious artifacts the other way around in those spots? Like there's a big argument on that down in the States right now, but they're erecting the second one down in New York right there now. There was a mysterious oh. giant erect penis Satan that showed up in Vancouver a couple of months back. Did you guys read about that <laughs> no, one? No, no, but that would fit this paradigm. He showed man. up and people were outraged with a giant erect cock yeah, no, just showed up. It, That's weird. That's that, funny. These are the problems where I'm saying is like, and it goes back to that red light camera. See, I think what's happened is by taking that away from us, taking our our divine nature and that we do have our a creator, connection our God. connection is that basically everyone runs around thinking they can sin and they, they think they get away with it because they don't feel nobody watching them. Now the, the thing is, is when you actually realize where you live and which see a lot of people go, it doesn't matter if it's flat or not, but no, it does. Cause you'll know when it's flat, when you know and proved it to yourself, what you see is right. And actually you're being lied to when you get into that. The first thought is, well, there's a creator. There's gotta be someone past that dome. There has to be because we're in an enclosed world. And you know what? And then when you go and see, for me, I never read the Bible. So I was quite shocked when I went to finally look at it to see if there's any answers there that Genesis, almost to a T, describes what we're seeing. And I'm I'm dumbfounded. How can we we take some, like, how can we pick and choose what we want from this book? Because the book, well, look at this. I think what's important is taking the word of God and only. I don't know. But we're not. No, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, taking, palms, we're taking you, word of man well, no, who's telling yeah, us this is word e- of God. Exactly. But you can go back to an older book, the book of Enoch, which is written back from the Sumerians. And this, the Sumerians actually wrote about the flood story, but it was with Gilgamesh. So, because I'm starting to look into this book now, and they got the same story. Noah's Ark is just a re... It's like how they keep 
we're doing a movie. You know, yeah, we, we can't super, even we can't even that's begin what I mean, to fucking talk about those years, right? Uh, okay, that's guys. We're running long on this one. Yeah, I got one more though. question. I got one more question. Okay, quick it, run it in. Plumbing level and gravity on a, on Earth. How, what gives a flat Earth its pull for like for we're we're carpenters, right? Up what? is up, down is down. But if so, you don't if. If you believe density. in flat Earth, you density. don't believe in a center no, mass. Density explains it all. Density, you don't can need gravity. Easily explained. This here, okay, just wait. Uh, we know what Molly's He's holding are, up right? a coffee cup. Yeah, I'm going to hold up a coffee see. cup. So this is a solid coffee cup. This it's, is solid. Double, matter. double, double, double. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. American yeah. listeners and everyone else. You know, it's oh. two cream, two sugar. <laughs> so this is a solid mass. The air here is not a solid mass, but they're both molecules. Well, these molecules are so separated that when you drop it, it's just going to go through it until it hits something that is a little bit more solid mass. The The actual force of that falling, though, there is no force. It's just up is up, down is down. Just as much, okay, if there is gravity, how do you explain smoke? Well, smoke rises mean. all yeah. the time. So why isn't gravity pulling that back down? Or why can you take air in a balloon and go down 100 feet? What happens to that balloon? She wants to go to the surface. So you, there's buoyancy. But say we go down 1,000 feet with that balloon in air. Now you got all this water above a water column above that balloon. That gravity should be pulling that all down on top of that balloon and holding that in place. But it doesn't happen that way because air doesn't belong there. See, density has these rules. Air has to be above the solid. So air is always going to find its place in life, like place in that density scale. And if you look at density and buoyancy, explain everything. You don't need something else beyond that. Actually, every calculation you see is based on density, is based on um, buoyancy. So, so by that, by answering. that, by that theory, then shouldn't should so two weighted objects. So let's say your bottle of water uh-huh. and that coffee cup. If you were to drop, shouldn't the bottle of water, because it's denser at this point, fall at a faster rate than the coffee cup? It does. When we have air molecules, we got drag and stuff like that. Yeah, so there's a, a vacuum, lot of other things. In a, in, a vacuum. in a vacuum, they're going to fall the same. And yeah. they, they, that's what they showed in their footage. But I don't have a vacuum to go double-check NASA on that footage that they yeah. showed us. They're the only guys that have ever built that building. And that footage, if you look, there's a couple of discrepancies from the cutscenes. We all do cutting video. We know and we can recognize when something's been altered a bit. And go look at that footage. There's some there's some discrepancies in that Just footage. Back back. My question was more than if I build a bridge, right? And this bridge is a let's say ten kilometers long, right? And I plumb my one side, mm-hmm. and I plumb my other side, and I measure the bo- the base of those two posts, and I measure the top. This is done all the time in engineering school and stuff. The top mm-hmm. is always a greater distance, supposedly, because our theory currently is the round globe gives it that slight tilt because the pull of the Earth's center mass puts those two poles slightly off each other. And they they measure it all the time. It's like they do it all the time. So I was just I was just kind of curious if you guys have heard that question before. Um I've well the surveying it's interesting because they got their uh one of the books that surface that uh is a part of surveying is the Geopedia. And in the Geopedia in the first paragraph they even say that you have to take your you have to disregard the curve. You basically are got to take everything as level. Everybody that builds the roads and everything like that, they don't take the curve into effect. They only build on a level surface. That's what they're t- taught from school. It's right in the first paragraph of their thing. Um, even you look at Microsoft right now. They came out with that flight simulator. Go read the article on it. They actually they couldn't get the instruments. They're trying to make a live game to be reflecting of the, all the stuff that's happening with the airplane. They actually had to build the game with a level flat ground because the curvature 
they couldn't get the measurements all to work with the making the plane fly like the instruments really do in life, just like the gyroscope. Do you know how a gyroscope works? And no, but um, that wasn't really my question. I, I have heard. I have heard. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, your I question is. Of, I have heard of what you're talking about, and I'm going to use a for example the CN Tower. I've never seen that thing as far away as I've been from it, and still visible in my sight. I've never seen it on a tilt. You won't see the what? tilt because you're on the same plane, right? So that thing is plumb, and you're looking Just at it no, plumb. No, no, no. no, not from a distance. I'm not on the same plane. If I'm, say, 30 kilometers away from it, I'm definitely not on the same plane as if it were, unless I'm on a I, I don't know the answer to that, but I don't, I don't think you'll be able to see the difference. You only can measure it, right? Well, of course you if can. If you had a CN Tower here and a CN Tower 100 kilometers away, both perfectly plumb, measure the top and bottom, you'll have a different measurement. Let's that's, leave all, it, that's all I'm saying. Let's oh. leave it at this. There's experiments that need to be yeah, done. No, Shit needs to be done. And these yeah. guys are traveling across Canada. They're searching for answers. They're spreading their truth. Uh, find them at flatearthhub.com. Yep. Flat Earth Hub on YouTube. At Flat Earth Hub. Yep. On Twitter. Um, real quickly, shout out to Sabine and Margaret. Thank you for sending those videos. I hope your uh, cross-country trip from Vegas to Chicago went well. And don't text me anymore because it's expensive. Yeah, they found out <laughs> a way to text Ryan. From oh, They well. found his number. Are so, these, are these the supposed girls that listen to the podcast? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still don't believe it. Um, and I'd like to give a quick shout-out to Kev, who will actually help us find you guys. So Yeah, and, and you guys got anything to plug? Um, no, just... Uh, I, Follow us. I mean, our tour starts in two days for one of us, and then the other one's catching up in a month. And uh, it should be quite we'll, the interesting trip for everybody because everybody's going to share in this. We'll be in contact. We definitely want to hear how it's 100%. going. We'll keep updates. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and the support's amazing, I tell you. There's a lot of people looking for this truth. We're theorists. Keep an open mind. Look yep. at all the facts, both sides, and you make your own judgment. Yeah, yeah sure. that's all you can do. Okay, that's the pod for the week. Keep those eyes on the skies. Thanks for having us, guys. Sweet. Sweet.